Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes, I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. It's Masturbation May, and the pleasure challenge is on. Are you interested in rewilding yourself and embracing your erotic essence in every aspect of your life? Well, if you're still resisting saying the word masturbation like it's a dirty word, we think your minds are going to change once and for all today. Our guest (laughs) was recommended by you, our clitorati. She is a somatic sex and intimacy coach here to show us the path to erotic wholeness and help us understand how masturbation is as sacred as radical activism. Please welcome Darshana Avila. Welcome. (laughs) What a name. Yes. Even as I was saying, I was like, is this right? You did it great. Thank you. <laughs> I know Darshana's one request was like, don't fuck up the pronunciation of my name. I was like, good luck, Katie. <laughs> no, just kidding. She you're you're very, like very, very gracious. No, she did not say like that. And I really do all. like to, um, I, it's probably more me. I definitely want to make sure that I'm always saying the names correctly. Yeah. Correctly. No, it's a beautiful name. I love it. And we were chatting a little bit before we started recording and you told us the meaning of your name. And what was, what was, tell, tell me again, what was the meaning of your name? It was to like, see, like to see, yeah. To see and understand wisdom. Mm. Well, are you going to help us understand the wisdom of masturbation yes. today? Because I'm very <laughs> excited about that. <laughs> that sounds like a perfect topic of conversation to talk about. <laughs> the okay. wisdom of masturbation. That's the name of the episode. That's the title. <laughs> the wisdom of masturbation. I love it. So you in in your line of work and everything you're creating in the world, you do talk a lot about the word masturbation. I do. And you talk it about you talk about yeah, you talk about owning the word and removing the shame and taboo around it. Can you tell us a little more about that and why that's important to you? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, you know, for many of us, especially those of us who identify as women and were conditioned and acculturated as girls, there's a lot of shame and stigma that is bound up in that word. It's it's seen as a dirty word. It's taboo. It's something you're just not supposed to do. And there are a million reasons why I could go into that being problematic. But so when I talk about reclaiming, it's it, it masturbation on a very literal level is about touching and stimulating one's own body. And we all have a right to that. And so it's, to me, a very empowering act to connect with the words, the accurate words in anyone's given language, of course, to to say, yeah, this is what I'm doing and it is my right and it is a healthy, natural, Mm. normal act um, as much as breathing, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh. That's amazing. Wow. And so and so you you in your teachings you tend to stay away from the word self-pleasure. You you like to use the word masturbation. Yeah, I would say that's that has that's been the arc of things. I used to talk about mm. self-pleasure all the time. So at first that anyone was starting to feel like, "Oh my god, I shouldn't say that word," like or that phrase, <laughs> like no 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 no. 
Um, I prefer masturbation because I want us to all always be really mindful of the expectations and the like the the kind of narrow framing that we might inadvertently be doing when we talk about a term like self pleasure. It in, it intimates then that it has to be pleasurable, and mm. the mm. the our sexuality and our sexual experiences can be a gigantically broad spectrum of things. And sure, I want everybody to have pleasure. And that's one of the beautiful things about touching yourself. But there are other reasons why you might want to touch yourself, you know, so you could go in with a different intention, for instance, working with pain, you know, you might have a spot in your body, um, in your vulva, in your groin, in your anus. Um, if you suffer from endometriosis, if you've had, you know, an injury, like there are many, many reasons why you'd want to take a more like therapeutic lens to your masturbation and be working on that. Also, you might touch into grief, sadness, longing, you know, desire that has not been met when you're masturbating. And all of those things are not necessarily separate from an experience that it could include pleasure. But the like, if we put the premium on pleasure as like, this is what it has to be, it, to me, it dishonors the fact that we're like really complex beings who have lots of different emotions, lots of different sensations, and we want to welcome them all into our experience. Mm. That's, I had never, so it sounds like you're really talking about masturbation almost like a tool for all different facets of your life. I've never actually thought about it that way, to be totally mm. honest, like to masturbate, like, and to deal with grief. Like, can you, can you dive a little more into that? Like how, how exactly does one use masturbation as a tool to process through, yeah. I don't want to say negative, but you know, le- like different, different emotions. Yeah. Well, okay. So let me just speak to my own direct experience because what better than that? Like, especially during the pandemic, because I am single and I don't have a consistent lover at this moment in my life. And me and masturbation are really good friends. I would not have survived this pandemic otherwise. So (laughs) I can speak to many an instance though, where if I was in like a really deep, masturbation session or what I would call a lovemaking session with myself, right? Sometimes there's really a very fine line between the agony and the ecstasy of the experience. And so one moment I could be like panting and and like writhing in orgasm. And then the next moment there is a waterfall of tears and, and I'm moving grief through my body. And it's not that I necessarily set out with an intention to do that. Um, but when we're really getting deep into the realm of our eroticism, and, and I'm really deliberate about using that word, like, yes, I'm a sex and intimacy coach in so much as certain trainings that I've done and certain ways that I work in the world. But I really like to talk about eros and eroticism because that brings in that wider spectrum. It's our sensuality. It's our emotionality. It's, it's our life force, which includes our sex. And our sex is super powerful. Um, but there's a lot more there. And so talking about, like you said, Lindsay, like masturbation is a tool for different things. Like, yeah, you could masturbate to charge yourself up creatively speaking, you know, like getting ready to, to do a big project. You can masturbate to relieve stress. You can masturbate as a means of coming into your body more so that you can feel emotions that might not be accessible. Otherwise there's so many things that you could be doing there. Um, And like I said, pleasure is amazing. And I want everybody to have tons and tons and tons of it. 
Um, but that's not the only thing that could happen. I, I love yeah. reading your mindful masturbation meditation free ebook that anyone can access because it's true. I highlighted this part that you are likely to, when masturbating, I'm going to quote you, you are likely to contact boredom, grief, <sighs> pain, resistance. And these experiences are as, are as valuable as our pleasure and essential to our erotic wholeness. So can you talk more about the erotic wholeness? It's what is what does yeah. that mean to you? Yeah, yeah. For all of Thank us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome question. Um, what that's about to me is that we are erotic by nature. Like this is how we are born in these deep sensing, feeling bodies. It's it's not for nothing that we like to have sex, that we we like to eat good food, that we like to see beautiful scenery and art. I mean, and yes, it's, I, I'm making generalizations. Some people don't like to have sex. Some people don't like food. But in general, like we are these super sensuous creatures that are designed to be relating with life in mm-hmm. in all its many facets. So like our eroticism goes really wide. Mm. And, and that is just our natural state of being. Our wholeness is a choice because as like we live in a world where every at every turn in like our dominant culture, it's like, oh, shave off another part of yourself. Oh, take off another part of yourself. Oh, put the mask on. Don't show this. Don't do that. Suck in your stomach. Don't feel, um, you know, the way you do this is not okay. So on and so forth. So when I talk about wholeness, it's like the antithesis of that. It's getting to know and reclaiming all the parts of yourself, the good, the bad, the ugly, um, the the things that somebody else might have told you once upon a time were not acceptable, but yet they're you. Mm-hmm. And when we do this in relationship to our eroticism, we're we're liberating our life force. Uh, we're mm-hmm. we're liberating that creative, vibrant, vital energy in us that often for many of us, the only time we get to really touch into that is at that peak of an orgasm. Mm -hmm. And this is why Mm -hmm. sex can be so compelling and even addictive. Um, But we can access that, yes, in moments of orgasm, but also in life in the broad and general sense when we really do the work of healing and integrating the parts of ourselves, you know, including our sexuality that we haven't been authentically expressing. I love that. That's amazing. What you recommend about like a 30 minute window to create, at least, <laughs> right? <can. laughs> and, and quality over quantity. And so I'm going to share something that I, I observed about my masturbation practice over the last two weeks, which this last two weeks, there's been a lot more going on in my world and planning my mom's 60th. Sorry, mom, for outing you, but you know. <laughs> And um, so I, I recognize, ah, this must come up when I am a little overloaded. And what I noticed is over the last two weeks, um, it was quantity over quality. Mm-hmm. I mean, like sometimes three times a day, just saying. And that's his like quick one. The yeah. way you, I mean, the way you said it, you're like, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm like, just. Who, who has time? I wish I had time to masturbate three times a day. I know. I'm well, just trying to get one. Well, in. it was. It, it, they weren't. I'm trying to get like week. two a week in, and she's like three times a day, bitches. These are like <laughs> three in us. <laughs> well, they were more like three, two to five minute sessions. 
I see. And I was, I noticed after like a week of this, I'm like, huh, wow, different than the last couple of weeks. All right. All right. And then now that we're in this episode, I reviewed the ebook. I'm like, okay, something's going on here. Cause this is, this will happen. We'll all go in and out of these um, masturbation cycles where it's actually all about quantity and not quality. And I can mm. reflect on times where it's about, like the it's about my focus is on quality. So I was just wondering if you could speak to some of that. Um, I'm I'm really interested in looking for myself. Uh, so when I look at my my life, I can manage for you know these ebbs and flows that are mm-hmm. you know going to happen in life. Yeah, you know? totally, totally. Um, I love hearing about that because like you know I realize that only we are seeing each other's faces and other people are hearing our voices but it's like raise your hand if sometimes you go for quantity over quality like you do that I do that you know so, mm, I and definitely I, and I wanna, do yeah right I want to normalize it and take the sh- like any like sense of like oh, shame like oh no mm. because you know our our masturbation like Y'all do you. Everybody listening, like, do you. Okay, that's the whole point. But I actually did me last night. I did. Good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't sleep. I pulled out my bush, like, clitoral sucker. Those clitoral suckers have changed my masturbation game. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that, don't be sorry. People need to know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, there's so many great ways that toys and tools to use. But I digress to Sugar's question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, you know, that another food metaphor. Like, you could eat fast food all your life and it will give you calories and it will fill your belly. But at a certain point in time, like you're going to realize like, Oh, this just doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel right. And so Mm. the quantity versus quality conversation about masturbation is kind of like that, you know, you can, and you can have all the like releases that you want those quick, hot, ass furious for me. It's like, yeah, porn that is working for whatever my mood of the moment and a vibrator on my clit. And sure, I can get myself off. Like that's easy to do. It's a really different Mm. thing to dedicate the time to say like, I'm going to carve out 30 minutes. I'm going to create an intentional space, a sacred space. And I want to kind of demystify the word sacred. It's not something out there. It's not something super woo-woo. It's not something religious necessarily. It's really mm. about honoring. It's like I'm I'm worthy of my own attention. I'm worthy of my own presence. I, I want to acknowledge the sacredness of my body, mm. of my mm. sexuality mm. and my expression. And so I'm going to create a time and a space and connect with myself like I was connecting with my my dearest lover. Mm. You know, I mean, and and Mm. even with our partners, right? Yeah, sometimes you want a quickie. Cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But if Mm. that's all you're having, you're you're missing out on so much, right? So it's really no different when it comes to masturbation. It's more about expanding the menu Mm. of what's possible and having more variety in the way that you're connecting with yourself versus saying there's a right way and a wrong way. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're gonna have to help me out with this one. I feel like I just added myself in another episode recently, and I said I'm such a like, like, <laughs> I'm like, a, I have no imagination when it. I like, I'm like the, mm. you know, Erica Lust porn, Vush like clitoral suckle vibrator, two minutes and done. I mean, okay, that's not true. Recently. I did like the sex, I did like a sex magic meditation. That was great. And I like candles and everything. But I'm like, 
what are so like what are some ways we can get creative with our masturbation? Because I I'm yeah. at a loss, honestly. Can you give us some suggestions? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. So you can go get the ebook, like, as, as Katie has so graciously emphasized. Um, there well, is yeah. a free ebook. Um, we'll but, be li- we'll be linking that in the show notes for sure. Yeah, and I mean, and it's a great jumping off point. Of course, everything is not in there that could possibly be said around this wonderful question, Lindsay. Because you also like you're naming something that is just so normal. We find a path that works for us. And so Mm -hmm. we keep following that path, you know, like, and you just described the path that I followed for most of my life too. It's like porn vibrator, done, boom, good, (laughs) it works, right? Like, (laughs) yay. Mm -hmm. So again, it's like, there's not a problem, but the way that our systems are wired and really what I'm talking about is the way our brains are wired here is that that repetitive pattern, it becomes like a path that we are digging and digging and digging a deeper trench every time we follow it. And so Mm. while it's reliable, we're also kind of getting stuck down in that trench. And so it's going to take some effort to climb out of it. It's not Mm. necessarily that, you know, don't say you aren't creative. I imagine you actually could be very creative, but like your literal brain chemistry is working against you here of saying like, Mm. hey, you, you know, this works, you know, like don't fuck it up. You're Mm. not going to fuck it up. You're going to create some different pathways. Well, Mm. I think you're right because I have experienced in my life, I have, so we did an episode on like the five different types of clits (laughs) and Mm. I have a really small clit. So like a small clit is categorized as like something that's like a grain of rice. So I go numb very easily. So I used to get frustrated a lot in sexual encounters and in masturbation. So it's like, most of the time I wouldn't come. So when I figured out something that worked, I was like, I'm sticking to that because mm-hmm. otherwise I was, I just had like, you know, blue, blue vulva, you know? Yeah. <laughs> blue vulva. vulva. I will say I've been like pretty impressed with myself. So I am in the category of like the quick masturbation center se- sessions. I haven't made love to myself in a very long time. And I'm also a full-time mom and I also work part-time and it's COVID. So it's all me because my husband also works full-time. So, but I was like really excited this week because I use, so we got the new Vush vibrators and I hadn't tried the rose yet. And I, for the very first time, felt the um, bulb vestibule. So I'm always going to like the clit, right? And then with this toy, I I finally felt it of the bulb area. And we had just done another episode where um, Cam Frazier brought on a clit like a little... Toy, basically, it was <laughs> like shaped a like kit, and, but I like remembered it in the moment. So everyone listening out there, remember, it's not just the glit. There is like these areas on the side too. Can you mm. can you tell us a little bit more about 
I, this I would love nothing more than to talk about this. <laughs> this is one of my uh, most favorite things. And I'm going to uh, correct you, Nurse Katie. Yes. Because, because it's all the clitoris. Right. So what we keep talking about as the clit, and I'm sure this has come up before, what we mm. regularly refer to as the clit is the head of the clit, equivalent to the head of a penis. Right. And it's that little, the little pearl, the little grain of rice, you know, some bodies it's bigger, some bodies it's smaller, but what you're speaking about, the vestibular bulbs and what is often called the legs of the clitoris, they're internal structures. But here's what's amazing about this. All right, y'all. If if you know what the anatomy of a penis looks like, which most of us do, because the dominant education we receive is always from the male perspective, it's the same anatomy. It's, It's all the same parts configured differently. And why I'm referencing this is because just like a penis can go from being flaccid to being erect because the tissue fills with fluids, guess what happens in those vestibular bulbs? They fill with fluid. They actually support our experience of arousal. They make penetration more enjoyable. So to your point, when it's all about the head, it's like giving a blowjob and only like licking the top of the head and then forgetting that there's this entire shaft that wants to be touched and stroked and sucked and and whatever else is going on there. So when it comes to bodies with vulvas, massaging over your outer labia, whether you're doing that with your hands, you're doing that with with a vibrator, massaging over your outer labia is going to get you roughly along where those bulbs run on the inside. Mm. It's actually not like you won't contact them through intravaginal penetration. It's just not as, you know, your pelvic bones there and there's other things going on. Um, But you, if you go along the side, like, so I'm talking about like, you know, right, right beyond the head of your clitoris before Mm -hmm. you get to your thighs, everyone can like touch their body right now. Listening be like, where is that? (laughs) (laughs) Straight, like give a little stroke. Pull over your car right now and touch your bulbs. (laughs) I'm touching. Maybe not if you're driving. (laughs) No, I said pull over your car. (laughs) We've had people do that. I'm also listening to this conversation. I realized I shouldn't have said that I had blue vulva. I had blue bulbs. Because I was ignoring my bulbs. Blue bulbs. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Make them like really rosy and flush and full of all sorts of juicy, mm-hmm. alive goodness. It's really important to take care of your face, but the rest of your skin really matters too. So we've all been using this Daria Algae Body Oil by Osea and have just been really indulging in how fragrant it is and how safe it is. Yeah, I have to be honest, when we when I heard that we were gonna be trying product for your skin, I was really anxious because I have such sensitive skin. I'm allergic to fragrance. Because the ingredients are so natural, my skin had no reaction. You guys, that is so rare for me. So I can't even tell you how excited I am to be able to use a scented product again. So you can try Osea risk-free for 30 days and get free shipping on orders over $50. And they even send free samples with every order. And Clitorati, you get 10% off your first order with our promo code PLEASURE at OseaMalibu.com. That's 10% off with the code PLEASURE at OseaMalibu. It's O-S-E-A-M-A-L-I-B-U.com.
Lindsay Sugar and myself have experienced true transformation in our lives by doing Clit Talk podcast. And we've been thinking a lot about how can we take our 150 plus episodes and take the best things and put it into a digital course to deliver to you so you can get your results fast. We are so excited and we feel like we have created something that is going to provide value to you. We are launching a sample of our sex and empowerment digital course at the end of May. What we're promising is that at the end of five days, you'll have a whole new skill set to make more time for yourself, your pleasure. You're going to learn how to identify and communicate your desires effectively. Let me tell you, it would be awesome. The free five-day digital course will take place from May 24th to May 28th, and ClitTalk will be hosting foundation calls each day on Zoom. These calls will typically be about 30 minutes in length, so head on over to our Instagram and click the link in our bio for reals. Do this for yourself. It will only enhance your fabulous life. Yeah. another spot in our body that does the same thing. And this does not make a difference if you've got a penis, if you've got a vulva, is our perineum. Mm. So the spot mm-hmm. between our the front of our genitals and our anus also is that spongy tissue that will fill up with fluid and really likes to be massaged. So, so when you talk, you know, Lindsay, back to your like, how do I create more variety? Here's yes. one way. <laughs> it's just to start touching yourself in different places to expand outward around your genitals, your inner thighs, your ass, to also like Mm. caress and stroke your whole body and figure out like, oh, so might there be like a little spot? Like for me, the underside of my breasts turns out to be very sensitive, which I didn't know for the longest time, like in my young years when I was with unskillful lovers who meant well, but like they just go straight to my nipples. And I'm like, why don't I ever feel anything? Why don't, mm. why don't I ever like this? It's like, oh, because I actually want to have my whole breast included. And I really mm. like to have gentle stroking and sucking along the like curvy part of my, you know, I have C mm-hmm. cups. There, there, there's some... Yeah girth there like yeah yeah <laughs> girth like, like, don't, there. don't forget know, about the rest of it you know? right. more than a handful <laughs> and and so you know in the same way that like I, I think many of us who are having conversations about sex we we often are leaning in the direction of like more variety and advocate for more of what you want well it's no different when we're masturbating like you got to mm. kind of have a conversation with yourself be like hey you know like you're you're really like monotonous. Can, can we yeah. it up? You know? Yeah, you're fucking boring, right? right? Can you change? Can you change the name of your game, please? Jeez. So you said perineum and uh, you know tissue that fills that tissue is uh, fleshy and it fills up with blood. And uh, I, I like I like getting licked. You know from. All the way down, all your the head way to up. your toes. <laughs> yeah, so I, I actually, uh, so I mentioned it was my mom's. Yeah, I mentioned it was my mom's sixtieth birthday. From your head to your toes. I'm gonna move from your bulbs down, down, down to the floor. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes, I so I sang a different theme song to my mom for her birthday. I didn't actually sing it for her birthday. But I mentioned to her in passing in the moments of getting ready, I was like, you know, mom, it's your birthday. You can ask for whatever you want. Might I make a recommendation? And I was, she was like, sure. And I was like, all right, here's how it goes. My neck, my back, lick my pussy and my crack. And then that's when I realized like, that's just what I want to tell people what to do on my birthday. (laughs) 
<laughs> Actually, by the time this episode airs, already will have happened. Um, I mean, those are some, I mean, talk about words of wisdom. Mm. Lick yeah. my neck, my back, my pussy, my crack. These, are, this is, these are good lick. places to lick. <laughs> Yeah. I also would have yeah. loved to see your mom's face, sugar, when, when she scoffs. She her. just like, okay, let me let me paint the picture. She goes, <laughs> that's what <laughs> she says. <laughs> oh, like oh, like she already you know knows she that. loves it. I, it was she like somewhere that. between like obviously and also not right now. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, like not the time and place, and obviously. Um, like sugar who do you think your mother is (laughs) right exactly so this this technique you're talking about like including other fleshy areas so this is something that I have noticed come up for me I am non-monogamous so you know before shit got really fucked up in Los Angeles with COVID I had multiple partners now I really don't and I'm working to get back there safely one day pray for me Clitorati and um, <laughs> because look, I did not sign up to be monogamous. Let me fucking tell you, I'm gonna need a fucking pen pal soon, and you I don't just even ask like texting. people to pray for your non-monogamy. <laughs> yeah, hey, why please. not? Be- look, I'm so bad at sexting that if I be- if I need end up needing a, pay- a pen pal, then we know all hell is broken loose because I can't even send a text to like people flirting with them. I'm just like, this is a bother. I- let's just hang out. Um, I would love to but, be your pen pal, actually. <laughs> I think it'd be fascinating. <laughs> My pen pal. That would be hilarious. But I've noticed I'll be, I'll have to like tell lovers like, you know, people, everyone licks in different ways and touches in different ways. And sometimes I feel a little bit embarrassed or hesitant, not embarrassed, hesitant to say, uh, can you, uh, can you lick the whole Damn yeah. genitalia. Can you, can you, sorry, can you actually put your tongue in my asshole, then drag it all the way up through the perineum, up the middle, in between the labia, and then suck on my clit? Like, I'm ah. open and transparent in my communication with lovers, but sometimes I'm a little hesitant to to go there and to make that request, even though it's super pleasurable to me. I'll be like, yeah, maybe by like the third time we hook up, I'll like bring it up that I like my perineum licked. But until then, no rim jobs are on the table. <laughs> All right. I mean, well, <laughs> well. No. I mean, no, thank I, you for I that, really sugar. Think... Well, well, well. Look, we're like, talking about it. masturbation. <laughs> well, and also we're talking about though exploring all of the areas, um, yeah. all of the areas, and bringing it into to both both realms, like being yeah. like yeah. how we how we go about. Um, like, I don't play with my asshole. Because my husband and I don't do anal sex together. And I noticed mm. I haven't been touching my butthole at all. I haven't even been including my butthole. Girl, She's just been I like, have got a butt plug in my masturbation bag. So maybe if one. I masturbate and include my butthole, it could translate into more of my my partnered sex with my husband. Ta-da! Uh, but you're talking about everything you're talking about with paralleling between the two the two worlds shows up. I mean, I see where that shows up exactly for me. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, masturbation, what, you know, talk back to like where we were earlier in the conversation of like different reasons to masturbate. Masturbating is a great way to figure out what you like. It is not apples to apples of what you're going to experience with a partner. So I hear that a Mm. lot from women that I work with in particular, um, because there is more like cultural societal permission for men to masturbate, people with penises to masturbate, but not mm-hmm. always quite the same freedom 
um, for people who look like us. And one of the best ways to get more of a sense of what feels good to you, what you would enjoy with a partner is to explore for yourself because the stakes are lower when you're with you. All the Mm. performance stuff Mm. is just like, if that comes up for you with with your partner, which it does for many people, Mm -hmm. um, you know, do they like this? How do I look? Is this okay? And, Mm. you know, my work with people is about getting all of those voices out of your head ultimately. So, so that's what I want for everybody is to not Mm. be so self-conscious, but let's just, meet everybody where they're at right now. And Mm -hmm. chances are many of us listening to this are really in our heads about things when we're with a partner. So one of the beautiful things is your masturbation is your space. You get to explore, Mm. you get to experiment, you can be creative. No one, I mean, you might be a little disappointed if something doesn't work out the way that you wanted, but you're not involving (laughs) anybody else. (laughs) I don't like, like, I tried, you know, it didn't really work. <laughs> oh my God. No, I I love that. Well, and one of the things that I like, you know, the they talk about the different yeah. types of orgasms that you can have, mm-hmm. right? Like the hachoo ones, where it's just like the the you know, a sneeze, okay, like getting sneeze. it done. And then there's and then there's like the mind blowing curl bending, like like holy crap, I can't think ones. And I can only ever okay, so my okay, I can only ever achieve those with a partner. And mm. only with oral sex. I've never had like a mind-bending one by myself. Mm. Do you have any tips or advice? Is it like, do you guys have that happen to you? Do you guys have the mind-bending ones when you masturbate? I think Sometimes. I mostly only have the really mind-bending ones when I masturbate. Really? Like the opposite of what you just said. I can have longer orgasms by myself because I'm not distracted by the other person mm. when I'm with someone and they start fidgeting that extra energy beyond fucking. But when there's like a fidgeting going on, whether it's like a moving hair, I get very distracted by that. Um, Got I it. noticed. So when I'm by so myself, you get distracted. Yeah. When I'm by myself, like I'm the only thing distracting, like you write, there's way less distraction and um, it's quieter. So it's like, I can almost hear my orgasm more versus like, um, as I'm experiencing orgasm, also bearing witness into like all the noises my partner's making and the thing, the way the bed's moving. Yeah. So do you, so do you have any tips for how to have like those, like what are a couple of your favorite pro tips? And is there any way that I can access having those mind bending ones on my own? (laughs) Yeah. Well, for starters, we're going to have to evolve beyond two minutes with a bush clit sucker and a porn video because it's not as likely to happen then. Um, And you know, that's just the truth of the matter. Like every body, so two separate words, every body is different. We, we mm. all respond differently. Um, the anatomy of our arousal is, is going to be distinct, both in terms of like physical anatomy, but also the, the landscape on a more kind of like woo-woo-y subtle level here. Where we're talking about the energetics and so on and mm. so forth. So really it's like, it, it is about creating experiences that let you be as relaxed as you can as present as you can, like what Sugar was just talking about is, is very common actually around like there's a certain overstimulation that sometimes happens when we're with another person or multiple people and then it's just like exponential. Mm-hmm. And for some of us, we really need 
to turn our focus inward. Like we need to be present with the sensations in our body and then we can follow and amplify them more because we're actually paying attention to them. So beyond like just technique of like, how do I do, you know, like what is the way that I should breathe or, you know, squeeze my pelvic muscles, which all of that could actually work by the way, um, can be very helpful, like learning certain techniques, but it, it boils down to being a practice and like what gets you most present because mm. that's when your orgasm is going to have a capacity to be more expansive. And another little rabbit hole that we may or may not have time to go down in full, but talking about like different kinds of orgasms, I think like it, we've talked a lot about clips tonight. I mean, it's clip talk, so that <laughs> totally makes sense. But there's cervical orgasm there, which is like a deep, deep experience that, that a lot of women have never had, or a lot of bodies with cervixes have never necessarily had. Um, there are other, there's like internal vaginal orgasm. So there are different ways that our bodies are capable of experiencing that more peak orgasmic state, or sometimes it's like waving, like waves of orgasm that, that can roll through. And again, it's, it's, practicing and experimenting with different ways of being with your body. Um, I'd love to like give you like a whole list of all the things, but that might have to be another conversation. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Well, I think like, and I don't know, I mean, I know I'm getting very specific now, but I think for me, it's very hard for me to relax my mind and get present like you're talking to when I use my hands and so I think I use the vibrator because it is the only way to like let my mind get clear or when a partner is going down on me, I can actually relax into it. Mm-hmm. So I, it's like, it's almost like masturbating is the thing that distracts me. Isn't mm. that interesting? Like I mean, when it's... I try to do it manually or something, because then mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm so present to like what my hand is doing mm-hmm. versus like being embodied. Yeah. And so, I mean, there, we don't have to make that bad or wrong in any way. It's something yeah. to be curious about, right? But so then in, like maybe the bridge is what about using a wand or, or something that's not motorized that can be mm. an extension of your hand that, that's kind of like mm. the in-between of like just hand or vibrator, right? So, so mm-hmm. using different tools and toys and implements or a dildo or like something that, you know, can... Yep just be a different way of experimenting with yourself. I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. And back to like the fact that boredom can show up for some people, like especially bodies of vulvas, like stimulating yourself manually, boredom can really come up. I mean, I don't know about you. It takes me a while. (laughs) I get real bored, like real quick with this, my hands. It's like, oh this my sucks. I just want someone else to do it for me. Yeah. Sometimes though, you know, fucking <laughs> So wait, so what, do you have any favorite wands? Like, do you like, for, for masturbation, like what are some of your favorite, like, do you like the crystal ones? Are there other kinds of wands? Like which ones work the best? Yeah, I I tend toward glass, crystal or stainless steel, um, I, you know, which is obviously a wide variety. I, the, the stainless steel that are weighted, like, you know, which there's different shapes, like that's a, for me, a very yummy grounding experience to have like the weightiness of it. Mm. One of my most favorite mm-hmm. wands, um, I'm going to give a shout out to my dear friend, Olivia of Self Cervix. 
she designed a glass wand that is specifically about for cervical stimulation. And it's, I've had mine for years, way back when I used to do some coaching for this community. And I love my cervical stimulation wand. And it's Mm. it's this cool, like S-shaped thing that you can get a really good grip on and it gets right up into your cervix. It's intention is for a very specific style of practice called the armoring, which is all about like removing blockages and tension and waking up sensation in the body, in this case, in the cervix. Mm-hmm. So again, whole nother mm. rabbit hole of conversation. Um, but I love my cervical wand. So Okay. Can- this sounds like something I could get Shit. on board with. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I just freaking Instagrammed this company and this looks amazing. Yeah. They have 20,000 followers. Yeah, <laughs> they freaking do. That means there's like we should have her on the show. There's so many women <laughs> talk about out there waking who your know cervix about up. This that we don't. And a lot of people. I mean, this sounds incredible because yeah. I love you said the weighted weightiness. Like I love me a heavy dick, you know. So mm-hmm. oh, your face right now. It's so like I feel like you just get it. Yeah. No, I've never tried. I've actually. <laughs> I've never tried to stand this. You fucking get me. I've actually never tried a stainless steel dildo before ever. I haven't either. I haven't either. I'm fascinated it. though. Me I'm too. like really interested in this. Th- thank okay, you. So, so maybe we all like masturbate with some weighted stainless steel and then we come back and have a conversation about it. Yes, yeah, seriously. I love that idea. I love that. Absolutely. Great. Like on that. Zoom together? That. What? <laughs> sure. What'd you say? No, not <laughs> like yes. Oh my me, God. Me and, me and sugar. <laughs> You know, I, you I, do I, you. Once, once a month, I I actually do a Zoom <laughs> masturbation circles. So. No, do you? I how like, are we just really? meeting each other? When I was eleven years old, I was the culprit that had all my friends at a play date get into a circle and group masturbate individually together, and then in the jacuzzi. Like that was me at eleven. Yeah, you're amazing, sugar. You're just ahead <sighs> of your time, honey. <laughs> So wait, you do masturbation circles? Like, are people on camera with each other? Is it? You're at choice. I was trying to be into that. Like, I would shockingly, do that. like Great. I would do that. That's For the closest people? Katie's ever going to get to an orgy. <laughs> Katie. Every every month on or near the full moon, it's for cis women. We do an astrological download about the full moon and then we self-pleasure. I use that term oh. in a sex magic ritual. Oh, girl. Um, uh, what the fuck? How are you just now telling us about this? <laughs> I, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff, you know. <laughs> oh, my. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I want so to do, do that. How it's do like, we do that? <laughs> we have to. It's also on my website right this here, is the free ebook. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, the moon God. circle. So the I, you know, circle. everyone, hey, clitoris, girls, come. we're doing this. We're going to do this with we're, her and uh, then come back and talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to. This is amazing. This is a game changer. This might it's be a, a little changer. ahead of its time, but I'm with you. I am so <laughs> right there with you. I'm like, let's do this. It like fulfills one of my fantasies of like, I don't act like a fantasy is not something that I actually want to do, but I think it turns me on because I've always kind of been like, I could, I'm kind of into cam girls. So like, it's kind of that. That's what I Mm. imagined. That's how I might show up in the, in the moon circle. I like it. Um, Wow. I love that. So was (laughs) it, did it used to be in person before COVID or has it always been Zoom? I actually just started doing them a couple months ago. Um, <laughs> I, I, love it. Ha- I have done them in person in the past. 
which is an amazing, deep experience. And so for anyone out there who's like, oh, oh my God, or whatever the voices in your head are saying, or the voices that are coming out of your mouth are saying about this, like you would be amazed at how deeply and beautifully intimate it is when a group of people decides to come together with like mm. really clear intention mm-hmm. and explore erotic energy. This It isn't an orgy. And all for orgies, all for play parties. Like I'm very sex positive and love those spaces. And this isn't that. And and that's okay because that is not for everyone. Just like this is not for everyone. But right. if you are intrigued and and I do it's it is a choice that I make to have this space be for cis women only. Yeah. Um for the sake of creating a container that that can right. feel safe. Totally. And and it's beautiful. It's, it's a really deep journey into relationship with self, but then you're also connecting to the field, the wider field of this circle of women, or you know, if we're doing it on Zoom, many, many squares of women. <laughs> yeah. And, well, yeah. I'm coming to the next one. And Yay. I also, when this pandemic thing is over, I think that's something I'd really like to create is a is a is a female group in person masturbation. I think it would be Real, I mean, super powerful. Talk about sex magic, you know? Mm-hmm. That's oh, amazing. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to do it in person. I think oh, that was the boundary for Katie. It's like that's Zoom. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was Katie's yeah. boundary. I yeah, mean, that's maybe, fun. maybe you wear blindfolds. <laughs> oh my God. And you just are hearing the sounds of people. That could be hot. I like that idea. I've been um, to such a circle. It was actually very hot. We all wore blindfolds. Oh, that's the hot. That's together. hot too. Yeah, that's kind of like hot. That. I like oh, that. Yeah, that's that's great. Okay, I like so everyone. Katie, everyone being in blindfold. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone. So then your other senses can take over. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, um, what I'm taking away from this episode is I'm into group masturbation, either in person on Zoom, and I need a steel dildo. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> A weighty dildo. A weighty I've done, dildo. I've, I've done my job. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, it seems so obvious. And like, I have wanted to try wands before. And now I'm like, oh, yeah. Because you really helped me demystify. It's like, I don't want to do it with my hand. And you being like, that's okay. Maybe that's just how you work. And there's other tools. I know it seems so simple, but it's like, until you said it, it never dawned on me. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes and like, you didn't make that. me wrong for what I was sharing. And I think that's so beautiful. And it just speaks to um, the work that you're doing with your clients and, you know, the the sacred circles that you're creating and this ebook that I'm definitely reading um, again. <laughs> and um, we just really appreciate you taking the time to come on and be with us today. And this was really amazing and Obviously, we are huge fans of masturbation <laughs> and um, really believe in both its magic and power of healing. And as so we are definitely your partners in that. And thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on and mm-hmm. opening our minds to the all the multifaceted ways that masturbation can make a difference in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you share with our listeners the best way for them to get in touch with you to potentially work with you. Obviously we're going to have a link to your ebook and your website in the show notes. Um, but how, what, how, where can people follow you? Absolutely. Um, I'm on Instagram at erotic wholeness and my website is my name, Darshana Avila. Uh, you can find out about one-on-one work. I guide a six month deep diving journey for women. I do sessions with women and their partners of all genders 
um, mm. both coaching, counseling, guiding, as well as erotic body work. So there is a wide spectrum of possibility. There are group offerings, mm. the moon circle among them. So lots of different options. And really, it's like, uh, my my deep passion is our individual erotic liberation is in mm. service to our collective liberation. You know, so mm. so for those of us who are dialed in, like there are things that need to be different in the world. This is a part of that, for mm-hmm. real, <laughs> for real. So mm. the more yeah. empowered we are and connected to our erotic energy, like we make change, we make positive change. So thanks for for being, you know, in that camp and giving me a chance to mm. chat about all this juicy, wonderful goodness with, with you and your Thank listeners. Thank you. Yes, we're going to definitely have to have you come back on once we do your one of your moon circles. <laughs> I'd be delighted. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, again, thank you so much. And Clitorati, you know what time it is. We're going to see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at clittalkshow for your clit fix in between episodes.